Hey, welcome to My Name is Jess. Um, I recorded a version of this podcast that I'm about to record um, a few days ago, like a week ago, and I felt like it was kind of choppy. I hadn't really gotten a good solid stream of connected thoughts, and I was kind of listening to it back and decided that I should just kind of re-record it because as much as I agreed with everything I was saying, um, and it still resonated with me, I didn't make my thoughts clear, and I also have thought about it a lot more now and have some more clarified thoughts about it, but I'm still confused, obviously, or else I wouldn't be sitting here talking, because for, I mean, anyone who probably doesn't know, because most people don't know, because I've made one podcast and no one's gonna know, (laughs) um, I like to... I have this podcast so that I can kind of sit, think about what I'm feeling and what's going through my head and get it off my chest and actually like verbally say it and and force my thoughts to go from thoughts spinning around into my head into sentences with structure and meaning and weight. And it kind of helps me to uh, think through my problems and analyze my myself a little more. So anyways... Um, today I actually wanted to talk about love and relationships and friendships and everything under that category. Um, this kind of started because I was watching an anime, basically 80% of my sentences start with, I was watching an anime just so you're prepared. (laughs) I was watching an anime and basically this girl in middle school, uh, All of the girls hated her because all the guys liked her. And then, so in high school, she was behaving a certain way to make guys not like her so that girls would like her. And it got me thinking about the way I behave because I do behave in a very boyish manner. Um, And I thought, like, oh, am I doing something like that? Like, am I, do I behave like that because some underlying insecurity or something like that or is that really just how I am um it kind of really is just how I am I was I mean I had an older brother and an older sister and my older brother always like drilled me to be like this tough basically turned me into a dude (laughs) um but that thought process just got me thinking about relationships in a different way And for some reason, I've been watching a lot of, like, romance animes because they're kind of cute and satisfying sometimes, (laughs) even though they're super cheesy, and they definitely make me super embarrassed to, like, watch them in front of people because I'm like, psh, nah, I don't watch this girly shit, fuck no. You think I ever watched it like that? And then, like, something really cute happens, and then I have to, like, sit there and act like I don't think it's super adorable because, like, other people are sitting there. Yeah, that's my life. (laughs) But the thing that's rattling around in my head right now is basically I am confused about relationships. I don't know how to put it. I don't know that I have a specific question in mind so much as like a series of thoughts, which is like, it kind of starts with one, I've not really ever had a real relationship. I mean, I'm 19. I'm not like complaining or anything. Um, but I had one relationship when I was in high school. I was like a sophomore in high school. It was relatively serious. Um, it only lasted like three months. I don't think I even really cared for the guy that much. It was more of just wanting to have a relationship. 
And as much as that, I mean, was a real relationship, it kind of also wasn't. I don't know. It was, it was weird. I was, I mean, I was 16 and we were just both dumb kids. And like, even though it felt super real, I mean, obviously in hindsight, it wasn't that important, but I haven't had many relationships and I don't really know that I had a point to that. (laughs) Um, it makes me, cause I used to, I guess I should give some backstory, which is that I used to jump in and out of relationships, like in middle school and in like early high school. Granted, there's really no relationship in middle school. That's a real relationship. (laughs) But I mean, like if I thought a guy was cute and he thought I was cute, we'd start dating for like a week and then I'd get bored and then a big peace out. (laughs) But when I got to high school, that didn't really actually change. Um, I mean, I met a boy, kind of thought he was cute, kind of dated him for a couple weeks. We broke up and then I met a different boy, dated him for a couple weeks, we broke up. And then I went pretty solo for a while. Um, basically, my no, because my soft that was my freshman year, my sophomore year. Met a boy, thought he was cute, talked to him for a couple weeks. Um, and then this will come back up. So this specific friend, I um, we started talking, and then he he clearly wasn't over his ex girlfriend who he had broken up with like very recently. So I was like, hey, you know, like obviously this isn't a good time for you, and like. that doesn't bother me. I think you're a great guy. Like, let's just be friends. And that worked out fine for the most part. Um, and we were just friends after that. But after that is when I got my actual, like semi real boyfriend. And after we broke up, I kind of really haven't had much of any relationship since then. I mean, I talked like the closest to like a serious relation or an actual relationship I had since then is there was a kid that I, um, Basically, we were talking for like six months and it never got really serious. It never got, it never got anywhere near even dating, but, um, I don't know. It was still, it was more or less a relationship. Um, it just was very, very casual and not serious, but I, after, since my last relationship, I really have a bad (laughs) habit of not staying on track. I'm just going to shoot this episode and then just post it. I will get more structure in some other episodes, but this one's going to be pretty fucking balls to the walls. I have no clue what I'm going to say. Um, anyways, after that, since that relationship, I really haven't had any relationships. In fact, I am kind of disgusted at the thought, which is why I'm sitting here right now talking to my laptop. Um... I've I've come to realize, one, that I have many male friends. In fact, the majority of my friends are male. And by friends, I mean people I hang out with on a semi-regular basis. Because um, I really don't hang out with anyone on a regular basis, um, which I think is why they're all males. Because I was trying to think about this, like, well, why are all my friends guys? Like, that's not a coincidence. So what is it? And I thought maybe, well, like, you know, maybe I'm scared of girls. And I think that is kind of true because girls are scary. (laughs) We are a very scary breed. But I was 
thinking about it and I did, didn't make sense to me. I was like, no, I don't think I'm not friends with girls because they're scary. I love girls. Like I love talking to them and hanging out with them and I think they're great. Like I'm not really scared of girls. So what is it? If I'm not scared of girls, maybe, you know, I feel more comfortable around guys because maybe I was raised kind of like a guy with my brother and my dad. And I think that is relatively true, but it's still not fully accurate because like as much as I'm I consider myself to be quite tomboyish. Um, I'm still very girly and I still truly embrace being a woman. But I kept thinking, and I think the conclusion I've come to at the moment, which I'm not fully sure is the truth, but it makes the most sense to me, is that I am one, an introvert, and two, really bad at maintaining relationships. I always have been. I have not maintained friendships for more than a year since, like, middle school since I left like my group of friends that were kind of a group of friends but still weren't because yeah so I mean all throughout high school I mean even before then in in elementary school like I really didn't keep friends for long it was always like a year tops and then we'd stop being friends I don't know if that's normal I don't know if that's abnormal or strange I don't know if that's a similar experience with other people all I know is that I realized these last couple years that it's really hard for me to maintain friendships and I don't really understand why. And I think it ties into the why I'm friends with guys, uh, now today is because I am bad at maintaining relationships and guys tend to, I, I have the ability to maintain low maintenance friendships with guys. So if I don't talk to one of my friends, guy friends for like three months, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, hey, you know, let's hang out. It's it's not a question. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's hang out. Whereas I think, and maybe this is in my own head, but I think that girls are a little bit more high maintenance. They want to talk to their girlfriends more often, more, more consistently. They want to see their friends more consistently. And I'm not like that. Maybe I'm stereotyping girls. Maybe I'm just talking about girls I've met. Maybe it's just because I've happened to meet a lot of girls like this. Or maybe it's just that that's my preconceived notion about how friendships with girls go. But I've had lots of friends who are girls. And it always kind of seems to work out like that. It seems almost like girls are less comfortable around each other at first. Whereas guys, you know, I cannot talk to them for three months and hang out with them and act like we've been buddies for years and girls I cannot talk to them for 3 months and go hang out and there's still kind of this guarded environments or uh what's the word I'm looking for not environment but like sensation in the air I don't know atmosphere that's the word it's this guarded atmosphere so I think in the end that's why I hang out with guys more often than I hang out with girls is because they're lower maintenance friendships and I am a lazy, selfish person that doesn't like to spend time with other people. <laughs> um, but this relationships with guys, like these, these having guys as friends, clearly has turned awry in many ways. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, uh, people say you can't just have guy friends. And I think that that's not fully true, but can definitely should always be taken into consideration is that that's kind of a, a well-known statement because I don't think you can't be friends with guys but I think there's a level of 
if you are attracted to guys and the guy is attracted to girls, um, there is most likely going to be some sort of, you know, romantic or sexual attraction at some point. That's kind of just our nature of human beings. That's what we do. And that's something that should be taken into consideration when you have friends of the opposite sex or friends of the sex in which you're attracted to and whom are attracted to you. (laughs) Um, But that did kind of ring true for me because a lot of my guy friends, not a lot, some of my guy friends eventually started to have feelings for me. And I didn't even realize this was a big problem in my head until I sat down with my therapist and we started talking about it and I realized how strongly I feel about it and how much of a, of a, of a difference it makes in my life. I don't know, but I had, I had that friend I was talking about earlier who we were talking back in high school and he wasn't over his ex-girlfriend. We maintained a really solid friendship throughout the years. And it was, I mean, he was like, my brother. Like I, I always felt like safe around him. Like I knew he'd protect me if we went out somewhere together. Um, I felt like we had a really great friendship and we could talk to each other about things and everything was fine until a little while ago we were hanging out and he kind of, we both kind of forgot that we had even semi dated for a time period. It was very short. It was maybe three weeks. Um, we both kind of forgot that it had happened because it was pretty insignificant in our lives and our relationship, our friendship that we built was so much more powerful and so much stronger and meaningful. But we were hanging out a little while ago and he kind of brought up how we dated and it, I mean, the topic in general kind of made me uncomfortable, but I wasn't, I was like, no, I knew that that was just me. You know what I mean? Like that was for some reason I was just getting uncomfortable with it. But then he kind of talked about it a little more and was like, you know, I like, I still think you're cute and and blah, blah, blah. And just saying things that were like suggestive of that he's interested in me. And maybe I'm being presumptuous because he didn't blatantly say he's interested in me or anything or he likes me in that way. But I got extremely off put. Um, it made me super uncomfortable and it made me... I don't want to say repulsed because that's a little strong, but it really made me want to run away from the friendship. Um, and it didn't make me uncomfortable and it, it, okay. I have to think sometimes I said a word earlier and now I have to remember the word cause I totally forgot the word was. He, he was saying things that made me think that he was interested in me and it really put me off and I was really like uncomfortable and I wasn't scared you know what I mean like I didn't I didn't think he would ever like you know try to do something to me I never thought that he would um you know be an ass to me or like betray me if I turned him down like I was I wasn't scared of him at all like I trust him fully he's a friend of mine and I I was just uncomfortable with the the idea that he was into me. Um, and I remember my, I told my therapist this and she's like, why does, why, why are you uncomfortable? I'm like, well, because I, I, it's, I feel like now I'm getting 
romantic attention from them and that's not what I want. I don't want romantic attention. Like that's gross. I don't like donut. <laughs> I do not like that. Like why why do you I mean obviously you don't want romantic re- attention from people you don't like, but like why does it repulse you so much? And I couldn't really give her an answer and then we talked about a different guy friend who we had um basically a friends with benefits kind of relationship <laughs> for a while and then eventually towards the end he he kind of got a little bit emotional i don't know maybe emotional is not the right word but he was like oh maybe we should like go out for breakfast sometime and i was like yikes that kind of sounds too much like a date and i mean our relationship was we were friends um but we didn't hang out very often outside of like, you know, doing our friends with benefits thing. (laughs) And he, I mean, he was like, oh, let's go to breakfast. And I was like, oh, that's a little weird. And he kept doing these little things that were, that were, you know, more romantic and less, just, just more romantic, more stepping into a boundary that I did not want to cross. And I distanced myself from him, and we stopped talking for a long time. I mean, kind of a long time. And uh, after a while, we started being friends again. And, I mean, after we started being friends, it's kind of a whole other story. But I remember that feeling of, like, oh, God, he likes me. Like, I don't want to talk to him now. Like, I don't want to. And my therapist I kept asking me, why? Why do you do that? And I'm like, well, maybe I don't want to give them the wrong idea. Or maybe... And she's like, that's not your responsibility, hun. Like that you can't take responsibility for their feelings. And I, I just, and I kind of still, I don't understand what she means by that because I mean, I guess I don't understand why I feel the way I do. And I'm not necessarily saying it's unwarranted because I know, I mean, a lot of girls feel uncomfortable when a guy friend of them likes a guy friend likes them, but I had just such a strong repulsion. And she's like, why does it make you so, she is in my therapist. Why does it make you so uncomfortable that someone might like you? You know what I mean? And I kind of didn't have an answer and I, I didn't know. And I was like, well, I just don't like that attention. I don't like the attention from a guy that isn't, that's coming from, you know, a romantic point of view. And then I realized we kept talking and I had, I've had guy friends who like are still my best friend. Um, who towards the beginning of our friendship very like casually and mm, just kind of like casually was like oh you know like hey did you want to fuck and I was like oh no 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 and that didn't repulse me the same way and it was very peculiar very interesting that that would be the case and I had another guy friend who kind of did the same thing almost actually exactly except at that point we had been good friends we had been friends for months and months and months and um he asked me the same question like oh well you know do you want to fuck and I was like "Ooh, no 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 but I wasn't repulsed by him you know what I mean I didn't I didn't feel grossed out or anything which kind of almost sounds like it should be the opposite I don't know I'm not I was I mean I was kind of flattered. I don't know if that's the right word. I don't know if that's a good thing to say. But I think it came down to the fact that when they were just asking to have sex, it was very impersonal. Like it was 
it was not about, you know, Jess as a person. It was about, you know, Jess as a like physical woman. I don't know if that makes sense. And I don't necessarily feel, feel like it was like a be, I was being objectified. I, I, I knew that they respected me and cared about me. And it wasn't that they didn't. It, it, I did, I don't think I was repulsed because specifically that it was impersonal. It had nothing to do with me or who I am as a person. It had to do with just, you know, they think I looked good and they have urges. <laughs> I can't blame any human being for having urges, especially guys at that age. Um, I'm not making that, that's not an excuse for anything, but I'm just saying, uh, I would never, you know, blame a guy for wanting to have sex with a girl. You know what I mean? Especially, I mean, if they're straight, obviously I'm all inclusive, but we're just, <laughs> I'm not going to keep justifying my statements. It's all inclusive here. You know, guy on guy, girl on girl, whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> but you know, it's not, it's not wrong for guys to feel like that. And these were friends of mine and I don't think that it was wrong for them to ask me. I mean, they were curious. They wanted to know. And I mean, I turned them down and they were very okay with it. They had no problem. They're like, okay, yeah, moving on. But I wasn't repulsed by them. And I was repulsed by the people who liked me as a person who were romantically interested in me. And that kind of pushed me to the realization that like, I don't know. I just don't like it when guys like me and my therapist to that, that therapy session was great because she was laughing at me so much. And she's like, you are saying the dumbest shit I've ever heard. This is dumber than when you said, I wish all people were robots. It is literally dumber than that. <laughs> and I was like, how? Like, I don't, I was like, one, all people should be robots. That's not dumb. That's the smartest thing I've ever said. And how is this anymore? How is this dumb? I don't get it. But it, I mean, it, it is, I understand why it's dumb. But at the same time, it's my own feelings and I can't understand why it's dumb. And and she kind of stops in the middle of nowhere and goes, Jess, do you think you deserve love? And I was floored. I had I would I had no idea what to answer. I was very confused. I was startled. <laughs> I did not have an answer for her. And I think it was mainly just because it's something I've never thought about before. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, do you deserve love? It's like, I don't, I, I don't know. What do you, she's like, what do you mean? You don't know. Yes. Like, do you believe you deserve love or not? And I go, well, everyone deserves love. And I kind of rolled my eyes and she goes, you're rolling your, you can't wait. You're rolling your eyes. And I was like, that's just because it's a cliche. You know what I mean? It's just a cliche. Um, but she's like, you don't, you can't answer that. And I said, you know, I can't. You know, I I never thought about it. I don't know, and it got me thinking. Like, do I think I deserve love or not? And it's an interesting question for me because I've always been, and always, I hope I always will be, an extremely confident person, borderline cocky. I think I, and I don't know. It's it's. I don't know how to describe it. It's not fake, but it's not rooted in my insecurities, if that makes sense. I'm not confident because I'm not insecure about things. I'm confident because 
I have to be. I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, like for let's like an example right now, I, um, had the intention of putting on a little bit of weight because I'm joining the Marine Corps. I want to pack on some meat before I start fucking working my ass off. And this is what I wanted. I wanted to put on 10 pounds and I did that. And then afterwards, I kind of got psyched out by the number. I'm like, wow, I'm like 10 pounds heavier and uh, my shorts aren't fitting the way they used to. And like, I don't really think I look that different, but I really must be different because my shorts don't fit. And I'm not really, I started to feel bad about the way I looked because I wasn't maintaining myself, if that makes sense. Like, I don't really think I look that different than I did before, but just the act of, you know, maintaining the feeling healthier, like feeling like I was working out that didn't, I wasn't doing that. So that made me feel worse about how I look at myself, if that makes sense. But even so, that would never shake my confidence. I don't know how to describe this in any other way because I just wish there was a word for it, but there's not. It's my confidence is completely unrelated to my insecurities. I can be insecure about the way my legs look and the way, you know, my stomach looks and the way my boobs are shaped and the way my face is shaped and like the color of my hair. And like, like I'm looking at myself in the mirror right now. And there's so many things I can look at that I'm like, I fucking hate that about myself. I wish it didn't look like that, but I've never let that take my confidence down. I will still walk into a room and feel like the shit. (laughs) Um, like I know I'm not perfect, obviously, and I'm constantly kind of self-analyzing and like tearing my like psyche apart, like trying to understand myself and trying to pick out my flaws and make them better. But I think I like who I am as a person and I have no problem being confident. So the fact that I struggle with the question of do I deserve love is really interesting to me because I'm such a confident person and I'm, I like who I am so much. What would keep me from thinking I deserve love, but I still don't have an answer and I've kind of not given it too much thought, but I really just don't have an answer to the question. Do I deserve love? And I think it's because I can't even imagine love. Um, I've loved my parents. Obviously I love my siblings. I have friends that I love. But in a romantic relationship, I struggle to see the benefit. And I think that kind of draws back to me wanting low-maintenance friends, is I kind of see relationships as a burden. It, it, to me, it's, it's so, why would I want to commit myself to like having a responsibility to another person. And I've had some people argue that point saying like, you're not responsible for anything, but you kind of are, you're, you're responsible to them, not for them, but you're responsible to them. It is a relationship and you are responsible for working on that relationship and maintaining that relationship. And if, I don't know, I I like I like low maintenance things and the concept of a relationship kind of freaks me out in that it's too much work and I can't imagine that it would benefit me for what I put into it. It's a lot of work. I can't I mean maybe there's a relationship that's not a lot of work out there but to me it's it's an unattractive sounding 
situation or deal that I enter a relationship, I, you know, text this person, they text me, call this, hang out with this person, whatever, whatever it entails. Um, I don't understand what that person could give me. That's such a selfish view, but that's kind of the way I think. I mean, I, I'm relative. Okay. I'm kind of selfish in terms of my time and attention, um, and what I want out of life. So I try to be super, super considerate of others when I'm like, you know, in daily life, I try to consider like, oh, you know, can I do anything for this person to help them? You know what I mean? Or like, oh, before I do this, I should ask them what they think or things like that. But when it comes to like my relationships and my decisions in life and what I want to do with my time, I become extremely selfish because I think that's really the way I've learned to, I don't know if it's the way I've learned to live. It's kind of what I live by in that I'm going to make my decisions to make myself happy. I'm going to make my decisions to benefit me because I think that's what we all need to do. And I don't know, maybe selfish isn't the right word, but I do put a lot of care into myself. And so thinking in terms of relationships to put in the effort and the energy to maintain a relationship with a person more serious than just a casual friendship um, is a lot in, it's a lot for me to consider and to think, to do that. So I do think about what I would get in return. I do think about, you know, what would benefit me in a relationship? Like how, what would I get out of that situation other than, you know, stress? (laughs) And I think, I mean, I don't really have an answer. I think that this that my perspective on relationships is kind of and what it means to love a person keeps me from answering that question of whether or not I do deserve love. I was watching a different anime and a very smart woman said, well, they wrote her as being smart. Maybe she wasn't smart, but <laughs> she, I think she's supposed to be a, no- a doctor or a nurse, but she was basically the female role model for this boy's life and she said you know the kid asks what makes humans and animals different she said well humans are different because of language the ability to learn the ability to use tools and to love and I never really thought about it in that perspective of there aren't many animals out there that truly experience love And so it has to, like evolutionarily speaking, it has to play a role in human existence. You know, it doesn't exist for no reason. It has to exist for a reason. So it has to be important. And if it's important, then maybe it's something I should put more effort, put more effort into understanding. I almost kind of feel like, like an alien trying to learn how to be a human, (laughs) Because I'm at this place now where I just feel like maybe I should, you know, date someone, like enter a relationship kind of casually. I don't know if that makes sense, but I've, I've kind of always, because, because I am a believer of like being selfish and black and white, I also am a believer of like waste, not wasting time. It'll all make sense. Let me explain first. To me, 
People take relationships way too seriously. Statistically speaking, the person you're with is not the person you're going to marry. Statistically speaking, the person you marry, you have a 50% chance of divorcing anyways. And my parents, obviously, I think it helps to, to say my parents were divorced when I was two. So I never even remember them being together. Um, the relationship I do remember, like the strong romantic relationship role model. I don't know if that's the right term that I had in my life was my mom and my stepdad and my stepdad died six years ago. And since then I really realized that like, I don't have a positive outlook on relationships. Um, they seem really like useless to me. And I think what I really need to do is just date someone casually date someone not because I think in my head, like without thinking like, oh, well, this relationship isn't going to last. So what's, what's the point? Or, you know, even if this relationship lasts, we get married, we're probably going to get a divorce because in my perspective, I don't really think I want to get married, but if I do, I sure as hell, I'm not getting married before 30 because people change too much. Um, they say, you know, the person you are when you're 35 is likely the person is most like the person you will be, um, you know, when you're 65, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but like Jessica at 19 is vastly different than Jessica at 24, five years from now. And Jessica at 24 is vastly different than Jessica at 29. There's so much life happening. There's so much learning happening. There's so much changing happening that who I am as a person, obviously we change throughout our whole lives. But who I am as a person really becomes solidified in my 30s. And that's true for most people. Who you are as a person really solidifies in your 30s. That's why I believe I really don't want to get married before 30 because people change in their 20s. And I don't want to marry someone or be with someone who's going to change and then I'm not going to like them and then it's going to be a waste of time. This kind of always the perspective I've had. So I think the conclusion is, after all this 34 minutes of ranting, and I did this in one go this time, I'm proud of myself. Um, <laughs> I think the conclusion is that I need to date more casually. I need to date someone simply because, you know, hey, I think you're cute. And, you know, I like your personality. And not take it so seriously. Not look at that tiny, tiny, microscopic-sized window of people whom I want to eventually marry. Because I do have a microscopic-sized window, like... I have standards. I have like, you know what, if I'm going to date a guy, he's not going to be a drinker. Like, I mean, I understand, you know, go out on an occasion and have like a drink, but I don't like alcohol and I don't want someone who drinks on a regular basis. And I want a guy who's intelligent and I want a guy who has a sense of humor. And, you know, there's probably some other things I'm not thinking of. I want someone who's caring. I want someone also who can, I can fucking butt heads with because I love to just like debate. I don't really like arguing, but I love to debate things and I love people who are going to call me on my shit. And so there's, I'm looking for a guy like that, but I need to accept that, you know, I'm 19 and I don't need to find that guy right now. What I need to do is prepare for that guy in the future. And I think to prepare for that, I really need to have some more relationships and have some more experience because I, I think very logically, typically, um, I think most like a robot. <laughs> um, 
when I'm looking at a situation, I can very, very easily, even if it's my own personal situation, can very easily remove bias and look at it from a strictly, you know, almost like a mathematic sense or robotic sense. Like, okay, this is the situation. These are my options. These are my like, you know, possible outcomes of this situation. These are my courses of action. You know, if I do this, X, Y, Z will happen. If I do that, ABC will happen, you know? So what should I do in like, what case scenario is my personal judgment in, in my personal judgment, which case scenario is best and then follow through with that course of action. That's kind of how I think of everything. But when it comes to relationships, I am so inexperienced and I'm so inequipped, unequipped, unequipped to handle the emotions that come with it, that my logic kind of goes out the window. And and when something, like I've joked about it, but I really kind of want to do, write myself a book of rules because when I have emotions like that, I, I stop thinking logically and I don't do the things I would do regularly and I don't think the things I would think regularly and I think the only way to really fix that is to you know practice have more relationships and date guys that I know I'm not going to marry but I'm just going to date them for a few months because you know why not because it would be fun for a couple months and like maybe it kind of hurts at the end but life's kind of like that and I've really grown to this kind of sounds weird but I've really, really grown to love the feeling of sadness and not that like I enjoy being sad, but the fact that I have the ability to feel sad. I mean, like I have been, I've struggled with depression for a long time and I've just kind of come off my birth control and that's it, helped amazingly. And I have just never, it feels so good to just feel things. And I don't think I'm scared of being hurt anymore because I think that was for a long time one of the reasons I didn't want to date is I was scared of being hurt. But I've kind of overcome that and I kind of know that that's a given. Everything is very balanced. If it's going to be great at one point, it's going to suck at one point equally. And I know that I think I've accepted that much more fully now as I've grown up. I've accepted fully that things end, period you know, this, this planet will end and, and this country, America, eventually it will end. And like every person you see, every house you see, every picture, every, every plant, it will end. And that sounds a little depressing, but just kind of acknowledging that and really fully accepting it and embracing it has made me so much less scared of relationships and so much less scared of, of, putting myself in a position where I might get hurt. Got a call just now, so I had to cut it. But um, yeah, I think with, with this newfound knowledge and this newfound realization that I'm horrified of a person liking me. And I actually, I forgot to also mention, but I've kind of realized that I really don't like things that are romantic. And I don't know if that's like fully true. I I've, I haven't really sat down and and given thought to like, oh, you know, if a guy did this for me, would I appreciate that? Would I like that? You know, how would that make me feel? And I think I've truly, I don't know that I'll be able to answer that because I've truly become so disconnected to the feeling of romance and the disconnected to the feeling of of love 
for a person, romantic love for a person that I don't think I have an answer and I'm not scared anymore. And I, I can logically tell myself that, you know, you should just go fucking date a person to date a person and, and don't be scared. And I think that's what I'm going to do. So I think last episode, I ended the same way where I, I sent a message to myself in the future. I don't remember how long I was going to listen, maybe six months and see if I was closer. But anyways, just for the future, Jess, after having said and thought about all of this, I hope that in the future, I know the answer to the question, do I deserve love? Because I don't know the answer. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know what to think about it. I hope I have an answer later, whether or not I do deserve love and why my answer is what it is. And I hope that I have a more level head within relationships. I hope that I can think more clearly and less blinded by by my emotions. I think I get super insecure in relationships. I, I don't remember if I've mentioned it. I know I mentioned it in one of the previous recordings of this. I don't know if I mentioned it in my last episode, but I get worried about someone's intent within a relationship. I get worried that they're only with me because I look a certain way and not because of who I am as a person. Maybe maybe that's why I'm scared, but it's been a that's been an ongoing thing for a very long time like ever since I could fucking ever since I could remember liking a boy I remember being worried is oh is, does he like me or does he just think I'm cute you know what I mean and I think that that has put a massive hurdle in my way of finding relationships and feeling fulfilled and not being scared and and I think trusting that a, a person would like me for me Maybe that's my problem. Maybe I'm maybe I'm fucking horrified of a person actually liking me for me. Because my only serious relationship was he really was with me because I was cute. He did not like me as a person. He thought I was annoying and I kind of knew that. And he thought I wasn't funny. And he would say that. <laughs> um, and so I kind of knew at the end of the day. I mean, I would ask him, like, why are you with me? And he'd always say, oh, because you're cute. I was like, okay, well, let's think of another answer. And he, and he would never be able to think of one. And I think maybe that's, I think I just figured it out, guys. <laughs> I think that's why I have these problems. I think that's why I'm scared is I'm scared of someone. I don't think I've, I don't feel like I've ever had a person like me for me. And when they have, like my guy friends who expressed to me that they like me, I think it scares me because I don't, maybe I don't believe them. I don't know. This is kind of a little tangent. I, I think I always have a bad time ending these. <laughs> I just hope future Jess, I'm going to hit, say, four bullet points. I don't know if I'm actually going to hit four. I'm kind of just setting a number. One, I hope that future Jess knows the answer to the question, should you, do you deserve love? Two, I think I want future Jess to feel more comfortable within relationships. And I guess this might be three. 
I want future Jess to think more logically and, and have a more level head within relationships. And four, I want future Jess to know what it feels like to love someone in a romantic way. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Um, I don't I don't think I've ever felt that and I think that, you know, like I explained I love the feeling of being sad because it just reminds me that I am alive. I'm a person. I am I think I didn't finish that thought earlier. Oops. But I do, I, I, I don't mind being sad because it, it just reminds me that I am alive today. And it kind of sucks to be sad, but at the same time, it feels so good to just feel. You know, after after having been depressed for so long and not felt anything for so long and coming out of that, coming off of birth control and actually feeling happy like a baseline level of happiness that actually exists and realizing that, you know, because for anyone who doesn't know when you're depressed, see a tangent, I was trying to end it again. I'll get there. When, um, when you're depressed, it's not so much you're sad all the time. For some people, they are sad all the time. But for a lot of people I know, depression isn't sadness, it's emptiness. It's, it's lack of feeling. When I was depressed, it was, it wasn't, I'm sad. It was, I feel nothing. I don't, I'm not excited to get out of bed. I don't want to get out of bed. I just want to sit in bed and do nothing. And I want to think about nothing and feel nothing. And if I feel things, I'd usually cry. And it wasn't sad, it wasn't a sad cry. It was like a hopeless cry. Like just, like, yeah, this is life. This is what I have to look forward to. And and knowing that that's not it, it goes on. Like, there's so much more. There's so much life has to offer. And, and I'm, 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 my point was, I forget. Oh, I know what it feels like to be sad again. Like, truly sad. Like, like, I know what my baseline happiness is. And I know what it feels like to just wake up every day and know, you know, I am happy. I can say that. Just in general, I'm happy. And then know what it feels like to be blue and feel down and feel sad and and really embrace that and and just take comfort in knowing that like, yeah, this sucks, but I'm alive and I get to feel this. And there's so many people out there who are dead who do not get to feel anymore. And I think that in that same regard, I don't know what it feels like to have romantic love. And I hope, this is my fourth bullet point, I hope that Jess in the future knows what it feels like to have romantic love and understands the point of it, understands why people are in relationships. And and I just hope it makes more sense to me later. So review, super quick. My first one is, I hope I know the answer to whether or not I deserve love. I hope I know, I hope I have a more level head within relationships. And something else about being in relationships. <laughs> and I hope I know what it feels like to love a person. So I'm going to try to be a little less guarded and a little less off-put and push my comfort zone. And, and you know, it just kind of 
take the leap and, 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 you know, get into a relationship that I'm not a hundred percent sure about because I mean, is everyone a hundred percent sure about everything they do? No, I mean, we just got to try things and figure it out. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, this one was much longer than the first one, (laughs) but I guess it was a much heavier topic and I doubt I won't bring this kind of topic up again, but yeah, that's where I'm at. Thank you for listening. If you have in future Jess, I hope you are doing well. Bye-bye. Bye.